Oh shit, everybody, welcome back to inane bullshit. This is number 55. You know, I fucking love inane, and what better way to do inane than, uh, let's just talk about some movies right now, so... This is one thing that I always want to do, and it's actually how it started. The first inane was just talking about movies, so. My recent recommendations, not even necessarily recent, but right as I hit record on this video, I was like, shit, okay, I gotta think of at least, like, three, so that I'm not like, uh, what movie should I say? And then I only came up with two after that, but my recommendations right now are Spirited Away and Pleasantville. So, I recently just saw Spirited Away at a midnight showing at this little hipster theater with my friend. That was the fucking experience I was looking for. I love shit like that. It felt like such a community. And before the movie even started, I thought I knew a lot about this movie. I thought I watched a lot of Studio Ghibli movies because this was my childhood movie. I watched it like all the fucking time. But when they walked up and they started doing the trivia, I didn't know any of this shit. Like, they got deep. And these people all knew this stuff. They're like, wait, so what is the fruit that the voice actress was eating during the filming of this movie? And someone's like, oh shit, obviously. <laughs> so, I thought that was great. Um, it's definitely a cult classic, you know? It was over, like, um, it's made in 2001, so that's about 17 years ago now which is wild, and it's definitely grown on a lot of people. It's my personal favorite Studio Ghibli movie, and probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. They actually go deep with their subjects. They don't just fuck around like American animated movies. Like, okay, so uh, before, before I just shit on uh, anime movies in general, let me say that there's a difference between like Pixar and the other shit. Like there's a difference between like a Disney Cinderella movie and like a Pixar like Wally -E or Up or something. I think Pixar's fantastic, but as a kid, I literally could not watch Disney movies because I couldn't stand that shit. It was so cliche. It was obvious everything that was going to happen. I was like six years old. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, because I would watch stuff like Spirited Away, and that's what my mom would show us. She actually had this DVD collection set, and it was one of those hard case shells where you could flip through the CDs, you know, and they had like the double-sided, so you could have one on each side. She had over like... Fucking, I don't want to exaggerate, but it was that thick, so I don't know how many movies fits in that shit, but it was, like, all the Studio Ghibli movies, and she got it while she was in Taiwan, so it was, like, the real shit. It even had the the Chinese uh, subtitles and dubs, so people say subs, not dubs, but actually, Chinese dubs on Japanese movies aren't too bad. Anyways, obscure fact, but yeah, um, so... I, actually, any of the Studio Ghibli movies, right? Like, Princess Mononoke is high up on my list, too. Just, if you've never seen one of those movies, I think that you have to fucking do it. Like, plan for it this weekend, or literally do it tonight. Like, I'm not even playing around on this shit. It's insane how good it is. So, you have to check it out. If you don't, I'll be disappointed in you. <laughs> or something like that. But I'm only saying that just so that you go check it out because I know that you'll enjoy it if you watch it. And it's not like normal anime. It's like, or even normal anime, I guess I didn't ever watch. So I don't know if it is, but it's fantastic. I know that some people will see the cover and judge the movie by its cover by saying like, it's some animated shit. It's probably a kid's movie. 
this isn't America, bitch. They put real shit in these anime movies, and they make it way better than a live-action movie even could, because they can visualize out all of these points, all of these spiritual lessons, and visualize it out, whereas you can't fucking do that shit with actors, and there's a lot of stuff that's just so beautiful and mind-blowing, and even 20 years ago, you would be able to see it so beautifully and exactly the way that the artist imagined it, because uh, it was animated. So, highly recommend that, and um, along the lines of animation and stuff, so that stuff is like very deep and it has a lot of lessons, but it's still, you know, it's like still kid-friendly. Um, if you want to see some crazy shit, check out Satoshi Kone. I talk about this guy all the time, but when I found him, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it started out as just an animated movie. Um, I was talking about like Paprika or Midnight... Wait, 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 wait. Perfect Blue. I almost said Midnight Blue. What the fuck? So, <laughs> I thought these were just gonna be like, whatever, like animated movies. And I started and it's like, okay. But then it gets so deep and I've never seen editing like that. I'm like, I've never literally watched a movie and felt like helpless and confused and literally in the same situation as the character. You're not even like watching the character from an outside perspective. You're living it from their perspective and you don't even know what's going on because they don't either. And you're like, what the fuck? And uh, it takes you on for a whole wild ride. And brings you through the dangers of, like, um, you know, perception and having false identities and personas, trying to please other people and be what other people want you to be, and all that shit. And it was made over 20 years ago. It's more fucking relevant than ever. So, Paprika, Perfect Blue, Spirited Away. Are you guys writing this shit down? Princess Mononoke. I don't care whichever one of these you watch, but if you don't watch one of these in the next week, you're not a real stone loner. <laughs> so, uh, again, just saying that so that people actually watch this, because even me, who loves fucking movies so much, if I don't make a huge effort, like, I just won't watch a movie, which doesn't sound like a big deal, it's whatever, but if, like, a month goes by, I'm like, okay, like, I got productive shit done, but it would have been cool if I saw, like, a few classics during that time, you know? Like, there's definitely enough time in there, so that's how I feel about it. Um, I would very much appreciate if some of you guys check this out and that's the thing like i didn't used to actually talk about these obscure movies because i'm like well no one gives a fuck it's just lame shit like every time i tell someone about it they're just like get really bored so i'm like whatever like you know no hard feelings it's just no one cares but when i started talking about this shit like actually a lot of people started telling me and like dming me like that was the best fucking movie i've ever watched so that's why i want to talk about movies in the name um now, the other thing that I mentioned was Pleasantville. So this is kind of a weird one. It's Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon, and they're brother and sister, and Tobey Maguire really loves watching, like, this Happy Days type show, like a black and white 50s show, and that's all he fucking does. He knows all the fucking things about the show. And then there was a contest that was like, you know, you can come visit the show set or some shit if you answer these trivia questions. So he answered the trivia questions and they actually got transferred into the show, like Jumanji style. This sounds so fucking cheesy, but what what's really interesting was um, it's just about like society and going against it and everything. Because when they go into the world, it's literally black and white. And as they're like fucking people and like playing rock and roll and like showing people all this cool shit, like colors started coming in and people were getting like pissed and like they're like what the fuck <laughs> so i mean really i don't want to say much else than that because i feel like that explains the whole movie but it's done so well um there's even like um 
God, I, I don't know, what was that guy? It's not Jeff Bridges, but, like, Jeff Daniels or some shit, like, there's an, there's another person in there that I was really surprised was in that uh, mix, and it was a really wonderful movie. And it was one of those ones that was instinct. I never fucking heard of this shit, never seen a trailer or anything, but I was on Netflix one day, and it literally, like, I had no interest in it at all. I felt like there's so many other things on the page that I was interested in, but my gut was like, press play on that. And I'm like, okay. And it ended up being a fucking amazing movie. Anyways, I think I love experiences like that, when I'm just like, fuck it, I'm gonna watch this movie, and... Not that it always ends up great. I've seen a lot of shitty movies, but I've seen so many movies. If I see a shitty movie, I just won't remember it. Like, I won't sit around and be like, God damn it, that movie sucked. I'll just, like, literally, it'll just deplete from my mind. And so I always feel like I've watched good movies because that's what I remember. And, um, I don't know. I get really into that whole thing. I honestly, I, I should probably leave it at that. I really want people to actually watch it, so I don't want to just spit off a bunch of shit and then people just, like, leave. Like, I want people to actually watch one of those. Please, if you have any free time, because I know you, a lot of you do. A lot of people are like, I'm bored, what do I do? Fucking watch these movies. You'll be amazed. Alright, now I got one big thing to talk about before I jump into the behind the scenes of Dark Side of the Moon, though. I almost forgot. Literally, I just got a check from the weed tube. Now, this is a really big deal to me. Not, not just because it's from the weed tube, actually. I don't know why there's not a V there. It's kind of weird. Um... Who, who, who printed this? Anyways, so, the, uh, they sent out checks, which is incredible because out of my two years on YouTube, I had a video that was 900,000 views, I had a video that was over 400,000 views, out of all of my fucking videos, combined over 2 million plus views, there was like 400 videos over that long period of time. I never got a single cent from YouTube, which is crazy to me because, like, it's not even just, like, uh, the weed stuff. It's like, I actually got a video that fucking big and still not, like, a cent, so I never took YouTube seriously the whole time I was doing it, so I never got salty, and when my channel got deleted, it wasn't like anything changed. I was actually like, well, shit, you know, I'm, fuck you too. I never liked you anyways, YouTube. Or no, not, not like that. Now... Okay, I'm glad this is a name. There's a little bit more time. It's not just like a random video, so or not like a 10 minute video, so I have to like keep it down. But um, the reason why I'm mad at YouTube is because I I did love YouTube. That's the thing. Like when I say that, I was I was just kind of spitting off. It's more like I didn't like YouTube as a creator because it was like <laughs> didn't really work out well. Um, but I fucking loved YouTube as a viewer. It was my life and. I actually owe it to my dad for showing this to me. If he didn't show it to me, I mean, I don't even know if I would have found it on my own. Like, literally, I was about eight years old, and my dad's like, have you heard of YouTube? You've never heard of this? And I'm like, no, what the fuck is that? And then he, like, got me signed up on an account and everything. And um, I started making the worst videos. When I say worst, I mean, like, they're not even comprehensible as videos. I'm just, like, holding, like, a SpongeBob toy, and it's, like, six minutes long. I'm like, ah! I'm like talking to myself and shit, but that's where I started. So literally YouTube to me was just like 
everything. I never thought about anything else for as long as I can remember, which sounds like I'm kidding, but it's actually fucking crazy how true that is. Like, since, as long as I can remember, I was just thinking, like, fucking YouTube, man. Um, but, you know, I'm very adaptable. I don't need to actually be on YouTube. I just wanted to be a creator. Um, and... Not even that money is an important part or anything, but since I've been on my own this past six months, I'm like, shit, it's fucking expensive out here in the world, yo. Like, it's a tough, cruel fucking world. So, to be able to get a check for doing what I love and just posting onto this site that I'm so glad to be a part of and so glad to be helping with, um, it's fucking, it's amazing. And it's, it's $35, which isn't like crazy, but like I said, YouTube never sent anything. And YouTube's so fucking stupid that it's actually against the guidelines to talk about how much money you make. So literally, like even the people that would be okay with letting it be public, they if, if they say it, it's possible that YouTube would just delete their channel. And we know that YouTube is pretty trigger happy with deleting channels. So like, um, you know, I, I think that's really interesting, but I just gotta say I'm fucking happy. And actually, wait. Oh, uh, I guess I can't actually monetize my videos because they're on Vimeo now. But Vimeo works so much. Whatever. That will all work out. I don't even... I'm just blown away because this has never happened to me. I've been making videos my entire life. But I've made a lot of videos. You know? I've made thousands and thousands of videos. When I say thousands, I mean, like, as edited as each one I'm talk As, like, each one I post now. So, I'm just... I don't know. I mean, I, I, that's really all I gotta say about it. At this point, if I say more, it'll just be like more of the same shit. But, uh, I mean, what else? I Now I kind of got into the groove of, like, thinking about how I started on YouTube and everything. <sighs> that is, uh, that's quite the journey. I, I remember, um, one of the persons that really convinced me it was possible to do YouTube was definitely, like, Philip DeFranco. I think Philip DeFranco was always so practical about it. You can go back to his old videos. I remember like when I first started watching him, just, you know, I could go back like a couple years and they'd be like black and white videos. He'd have like his piercings and he's has like a backwards hat, like literally Philip DeFranco. I don't know if they're still up. And he'd be like, you know what's fucking crazy, yo? And it's like, and it was so like cringy, but awesome. And like, I think that was a big convincer to me. I was like, Phil's legit as fuck. And he did it like, he made it happen. Um, Tobuscus, I don't know what happened to Tobuscus, dude. I haven't, but that's the thing, like, I haven't really been watching a lot of YouTube for quite a while, so I don't even, I'm not even, like, caught up. I'm sure, like, I'm sure those people I'm talking about, people will probably still remember because they were, um, like, the only people at the time, but, like, all the new YouTubers now, like, I have no idea who the fuck these people are. Like, I guess I know kind of, like, the New York crowd because I love Casey Neistat and that whole thing, and, like, I've met Craig Adams and India, um, but, like, uh, yeah, like, I like watching, who else is dope? I mean, like, I guess Peter McKinnon's spending more time in New York. That's really the only extent of any modern YouTube I know is, like, Casey and Peter, because those guys are so fucking cool. Um, and then Casey Neza was, was what, like, really made the push for, like, when I actually made Stone Alone and it started actually becoming a real thing, but, like, you know, it started long before that, that I wanted to do this shit, like, it's just wild, and I think I want to talk about that, too, it's like, um, the happiness that I have in my life definitely doesn't even come from any clout, or, 
um, success or like, you know, subscriber count or anything. Like, obviously, right? But I don't know. It's still hard for for people to like think past that. And like, um, I don't know. Like, what 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 am I trying to say here? I guess what I'm trying to say is that uh, a lot of this cliche stuff that is said is definitely true but then they don't like say the other parts to it like it is definitely true that like visualization is a real thing if you visualize out what you want in your life and you think about it every day and you work towards it it will come true but like you have to actually work towards it and do all of that stuff and when you have it you're not like magically happy because you thought you wanted this thing and then you actually got it like when you're at that point you're just where you started there's like you know there's no like difference so you have to find ways to be happy every day in the like daily and i that's the number one thing i think in life and like if you live too much for the short-term effects um i can't imagine like being later on in life and then just kind of being like strung out like shit like oh i used to have so many good times now everything sucks like it's just about the long game like we're fucking alive for a long time but that's it. There's no other chance. So, like, spread out everything you want to do over that time period. Like, you know? And, like, um... I don't know. I, I just... Ugh. It is a lot of the grass is greener type thing, right? Like, since the dawn of humanity. That's definitely one of the things. But, I don't know. I'm trying to incorporate because a lot of the things I think... I, like, listen to Alan Watts, and then he'll, like, say the opposite, but he, like, kind of means the same thing, but, like, it's just, it's kind of hard to explain shit like that, and I'm never even trying to be, like, all pretentious, like, oh, I know all this stuff, I'm just saying, like, I see a lot of people that are unhappy, and it makes me, sa not sad, because I'm, like, I'm not gonna let that affect me, I'm happy as fuck, but, like, it just, it's, like, it is sad in general how, um, like, life is really fucking depressing, and then you add on layers of bureaucracy and government and bill paying and going to school and having to work a job, nine to five, contracts, all these fucking things, leases, ugh, you know, like, what the fuck, that's a whole lot of shit, so obviously understand how people can get overwhelmed with life, how it sucks, but like, you know, what's the alternative? No one else is gonna fucking come save you. Like, if you realize how much everything sucks, if you're gonna sit around and pout about how much everything sucks, it's only gonna get worse, and it'll never get better. There's still always a chance to get better. There's still always a million second chances, and life is all about just fucking getting up. And I think I want to emphasize that point, because I'm very happy, I'm very positive, but I'd, I'd like to emphasize that I am, like, thrown back into depression a lot, but I'm not saying that like, oh, boo-hoo, feel bad for me. I'm like, because I'm a fucking human, not because I'm all special and, oh, it's only me that I feel this way. It's because life is fucking hard. And yeah, sometimes you get overwhelmed by it. But get your ass up because what else is going to happen? You're just going to sink deeper. Shit's just going to get worse. And this ha this can happen to me a lot too. And like, that's why um I'm also cautious about the weed. Like, it's the only thing that I believe is amazing enough there's no side effects that it's like worth it to be able to do it every day but it's not the actual weed itself it's just the same thing as tv like you can be like oh i want to get this work done but then you'll like go onto reddit for an hour and then like watch a netflix show and then the whole day's gone because then you binge a bunch of other stuff 
I'm there too all the time. Like, I'm not saying I don't do that. I'm just saying, like, I recognize the situation. And I don't want people to think that it's like a situation that doesn't happen to other people, that they're in a unique spot because that's just life. And you, you really have to figure out a way within yourself to pull yourself up because if you don't, it just gets worse and worse. And like, uh, for me, the version of that is because, <clears throat> not because, what the fuck? The version of that is, I have every day free. I can plan out what I wanna do the entire day. If I don't wanna leave the house, I literally don't have to. I didn't leave the house yesterday. So if I'm not careful, if I'm like lazy, and if I start telling myself, oh, I'm doing enough with my life, or I start telling myself, it's okay, Tim, you can have a break because life is hard. Or I say, oh, you don't have to do that much work today. It slips into a fucking hole. And like, that's why good intention, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It sounds good. Oh, I just need a little break. It sounds good. Like, oh, you know, you deserve it. But then I find myself three days later, I just keep smoking all this weed. I'm like, oh shit. Well, I haven't even fucking done anything, you know, and I'm smoking more weed, which costs more money. I'm not doing anything to make money for it. Um, so that happens. And then like, I, just, and then sometimes you're just fucking sick and tired of being sick and tired. And it's not like one of those things where it's like, one day you're like, shit, I'm done with this. And for the whole rest of your life, you're like in Superman mode. It's like, you realize and recognize when you're in a bad situation, you say, this is fucking done. I can't do this anymore. You, For me, it's like yesterday, I went to the gym for the first time in like three weeks. That's a long fucking time to just like skip out on that because we were going like every day and then Okay, no, that's actually exaggerating. I'm exaggerating to make the point worse, but it was more like two weeks. That's still pretty bad. But like yesterday, I was like, I'm literally fucking done. Like I, I can't be like as lame as fuck as I've been for the past couple weeks. Went to the gym and then I did more shit than I did for like the past week. And when I say that, I'm not, again, not making it a whole thing like, oh, I'm so awesome because I'm able to do this. I'm saying like, literally, that's the way that it has to happen. Because if I'm not careful in a couple of days, maybe I'll just drop back into it. I don't feel like doing anything. But like, you have to just consistently be, be able to like, go fuck it. I'm done with this. I'm getting up. I'm going to do shit. I think that's my advice. And I don't know. I, I don't mean to get like that deep into it. But I just, I feel like um people talk about all this depression and shit. And it's like, I like, um, it's hard during like a live too. Cause it's, there's like a lot of other opinions, but I just, I want to actually convey out my personal method to other people, because I'm sure a lot of people have the same exact situation as me, probably the same mental personality or whatever the fuck. So I, you know, I know that sucks, but like literally, you know, if you don't do anything about it, nobody else's. And you know, like life goes on too fucking fast. Like even me, <clears throat> normally I drink out of this, but at least I got another glass, so I don't have to be all ridiculous. <clears throat> also, there's one thing that I have to, like, I love entertaining people and having the big rips and everything, but just that little bit there, I think that's good enough for, like, the f full first half of the day until like evening but normally it's because it's like alive i'm like oh i'm gonna take fat rips for y'all and then i'm like rendered dead and for the rest of the day and can't even do shit anyways that that's a personal observation i made and since i made it fucking public like that then I'll, I'll make a better effort at fixing that one so i don't know shit is ridiculous
and like, I don't know. That's just how the cookie crumbles. I kind of lost my train of thought on that. I really had like a like an outro for that, but let me see if it'll come back to me. Actually, <laughs> I was gonna say let me take another hit, but since I just said that whole thing, you know, I can just I'll be like, you know, look at that shit. Um, but it's all just about being self-aware, really. Like, I'm surprised by not surprised. More like disappointed by how literally everyone bullshits themselves 24-7. They always tell themselves, like, all that shit. Like, oh, I'm doing good enough. All that. Like, you know, it's not about being negative. Like, there's a difference between being, like, really self-conscious. Like, oh, you suck. You're not good enough. That. And, like, you are good. And, like, for me, my, 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 my conscience isn't like, you're not good enough. It's like, you are good enough, but you dumb motherfucker, you're not putting in the effort. Like, so literally my brain is telling me that all the time. And then I'm like, yeah, whatever, bro. <laughs> and then like, and they'll be like, no, fuck you. And then I'll be like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll get my shit done. <laughs> like I, I have to, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I hope that, that that was good there because um, I used to always include something like that in the names. Uh, I feel like lately I have not, mainly because I've been too fucking baked and I am thinking it all. I'm always thinking it all, but it's just hard to articulate, well, you know, sometimes. So yeah, I hope that you enjoyed the little talk there. Thank you for watching this inane bullshit. Or if you listen to it through iTunes, Make sure to give it a little five star if you uh, if you feel like it, but no pressure.